Hello, I'm Derek Wheatley and welcome to episode 86 of the Weekly Weekly Podcast. Thank you very much for uh, tuning in, um, obviously today and for tuning in last week as well because I had a, a little solo episode thing where I just gave out and uh, it was one of John's favourite episodes, so that's positive. Uh, but as he said, it's because he likes giving out and I think um, everybody likes to give out a bit and talk about our uh, bugbears and whatever it is that... Uh, you know, annoys us. And even though I kept naming things that I keep going back to and looking up again and again to try and annoy myself even more. And when I'm doing it, I'm kind of giving out. So it's a very strange circle. Um, but thanks very much for listening to that and like the feedback that I was getting for it. Um, if, you do, if you're new to this or if you've listened to a few and you haven't done it yet, if you could subscribe to our YouTube channel, that'd be brilliant because it helps an awful lot. Uh, if you want to leave a comment, that'd be nice too. Um, as long as they're, you know, decent comments. Uh, I don't want anyone coming after me because I said something bad about Donald Trump. We will, we will not have that again. Um, but yeah, thanks. We're going to get into it because uh, yeah, let's do it. Um, so our introductions. We last time we had part one of the quiz. I called the the people in front of me on the screen. It was like a rogues gallery, and I'm not going to say that this time because it's <laughs> impolite. Uh, so whatever the opposite is of that, this is what we have today. Um, they're all former guests, but they have none of them have been on the, the YouTube channel. None of them have been on video. So um, that's pretty exciting um, for me. Anyway, <laughs> we'll find out if it's exciting for them in a few minutes. Uh, so we'll start with our introductions. Uh, first up, we have our guest from all the way back from episode 20. And it was in studio, the bedroom. Uh, and this is the only person who has ever hypnotized me. And her name is Tracy Bulger. How are you, Tracy? I'm very good, thank you. Thanks for having me back. Thank you very much for coming back. Um, uh, we'll just keep rolling, then we'll get some chatting in, but we'll uh, we'll keep going. So next up is a guest on was a guest on episode 36 again in studio a long time ago, um, and someone who is a, a, a very close friend of mine. Um, and I didn't think I'd get that from this podcast, but I have done, and I'm very proud of it. And uh, her name is Ginny Breslin. How are you, Ginny? Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us this evening. Um, next up, we have uh, the guest from episode, I think that's 57. I'm pretty sure it is, but we may not, it might not be, but it looks like 57. And I, I, before I forget, actually, I'd want to say a congratulations, because since the podcast episode, they got married. Um, so my next guest is Joanne O'Dwyer. How are you, Joanne? Hello. Hi, Derek. Uh, can we take any credit for the wedding? Uh, yes, it was all down to you. <laughs> you know, it's so weird, though, because Tyrone won the All-Ireland a couple of weeks ago, and we had the goalkeeper on, and we're not saying, oh, we can't take all the credit for it, but there's got to be something in the water over here in this house. Um, so, yeah, congratulations again. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah. And... Last but not least, I guess on episode 46. And um, what I will say, you should uh, go to her page on Instagram, mymama underscore IRL, because it's very difficult to get a page that is both educational and funny at the same time. And that's what I like about Nicola Lynn's uh, page. So, Nicola, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Oh, you're very good, Derek. Thanks a million. That's all right. That's all right. Got the first plug in. I'll be I'll be plugging all evening. I just I'll have to space them out because nobody likes to, you know, a plugger, you know, as such. <clears throat> um, so 
we might as well just listen. We'll chat as we go. We might as well get into the first question because it's it's one that Calvin sent to me on episode forty uh, when I was doing a questions episode, and it was it was it was pure Calvin. He was on the episode then, uh, part one of this quiz, and the question is uh, your favorite power ballad or the greatest power ballad. And I'm going to start with <laughs> I'm going to start with uh, Tracy on this one. Okay. So um, I was Googling earlier because I leave everything in life to the last minute. I've known about this for weeks. And what do I do? Have a nervo the evening before. So um, I chose big countries in a big country Mm. as my favorite power ballad. When I Googled the definition, I can't remember now, but it was something about like emotional rock, you know, and mostly love songs and I don't think in a big country isn't a love song but there's something about it it's got that kind of wind in your hair power ballady thing to it so that's what I chose I don't know if it actually falls into the right category oh. but to me, that's a power ballad so like it or lump it <laughs> it's it's definitely a power ballad it's definitely yeah. a power ballad I'm not going to judge it just yet now but it no I am <laughs> I'm going to write the score down but I'm not going to tell you um very good uh Ginny what do you have as your uh power ballad this one is wrecking my head. Okay. Um, I probably would have grown up with a lot of those real 80s power ballads. And as you can guess, I probably went through all the family. Going, what, what do you think is yours? What's yours? <laughs> yeah. um, so I was kind of caught between like the Oreo Speedwagon, Air Supply. But I went with I Want to Know What Love Is by Farron. Ah, that's that's very good. That's very good. Yeah, that that is that is like... I guess it's, it'd be on the list if you ask someone to list their 10 power ballads. If the idea of a power ballad, I think that's one of the main ones, you know. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, I, like I do, I actually quite like that song. I'd, I'd leave it on, like, you know, I wouldn't put it, do you know what I mean? I'd leave it on if it came on a, a shuffle or something, but I wouldn't. What I did is I put a few of them on and I found the one that I went with was the one where I was really trying to hit those notes at the end. You know, when you really like. It's good. It's good. <laughs> It's a good yeah, barometer. To God, nobody else can hear you because you can't hear them. <laughs> yeah, you're really going for it. So. Yeah, that that is the perfect bar- barometer for a power ballad, I think. Um, a bit of Mario <laughs> speed wagon in your car, and you can't beat it. Yeah, oh yeah. No, I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> so, so what about uh, what about you, Joanne? Oh yeah, uh, look, they're all impossible. They're all for mm. questions. All of them. I know. I know. This one in particular uh, was really impossible. What I ended up doing, similar to Tracy, was I did a Google search and I was like, whatever one I genuinely have listened to numerous times and enjoyed throughout my life, I'm going to go with. Uh, So it's Phil Collins in the air tonight. It was chosen. It was chosen on the lads episode. Yeah. And I feel kind of bad. No, no, no! It's a good, it's a great song. I just can't remember who it was that picked it, but yeah, it's perfect power ballad. Like, um, oh, it's just excellent! It's so good. It's a, it's a classic. Yeah, absolutely. Every time gets me. So yeah, there it is. <laughs> Very. Thank you, Joanne. And of course, someone mentioned the, the gorilla and the drum kit. Um, yes, as well. and the cabaries. Ad. Yeah, that's the one. That? Yeah, yeah, that that was that was great, and that kind of brought it back in because obviously with the whole streaming things now, streaming thing, it's easier to get. So, um, Nicola. Let's go. Well, I have to say, this is one that I didn't even really have to think about too long about. I was like, Bonnie Tyler, total eclipse yeah. of the heart. I was like, 
just as Tracy said they're like the barometer for for the power ballot for me it's the fists yeah like, you know, you're, when you're reaching and you're like you can just feel the power yeah. coming you reach out you grab it you pull it back it's so uh, it's 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 a very good it's a strong opening round I will give you the scores uh, as we go in each round because otherwise it'll just get all mixed up but so uh, with 10 out of 10, uh, it's, it's Nicola. Um, uh, Joanne and Ginny are on nine and Tracy's on eight. Sorry, Tracy. Ooh, harsh. No. They, I used to like you, Derek. Do you remember that? <laughs> I, I, do. I do. But look, this is, I'm, look, I like this podcast so much I'm willing to lose uh, people from my life, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> So right, let me let me try. The stakes were so high. Oh, they're oh they're very very high. Um, so so the next one is going to be a non-scoring one. Just why I transfer some stuff from one copy to another, even though we're only one question in. So your biggest fear, I'm going to go to Nicola this time. You don't have to think too much about this. I mean, I, mine is bananas. We everybody who listens to the podcast knows that. <laughs> so Nicola, what's your biggest fear? Butterflies. Oh. What? I would caveat that with only the monarch butterfly. Oh, God, that's so, uh, that's so specific. <laughs> it's extremely specific, yes. Any other butterfly, don't mind, think they're lovely, but the monarch butterfly is the spawn of Satan. Why, why, um, how would we know the monarch? What colour is the monarch butterfly? It's the one that's everywhere, like literally everywhere. It's the one that's got like the black body and then it's got like orange wings, like okay. orange and black wings. Okay, I will kill everyone from now on that I see. You do. Uh, no, 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 I, don't, I won't, I won't. Um, uh, you really well, have to I'm watch yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, Joanne, what about you? Uh, I, I hate saying it, but I actually don't really have any fears or phobias. Oh. Because, I don't know, look at, I suppose, like, being really honest about it, probably when I was a kid, it would have been death. Uh, don't want to make it a dark podcast episode. I know it's a light. Too late. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I've, ruined I've ruined it all. Let's go. Home. <laughs> um, but I don't like. I. I don't. I. Yeah. It's all right. It's not scoring round, so you're okay. You get away with it. Sorry. Okay. It's all right. And uh, Ginny. Uh, so I'm opposite to Joanne. Uh, I have so many to choose from. <laughs> uh, I would probably say my biggest one, the one that probably impacts me most, is flying. Mm. Um, uh, is it the anxiety of like literally of being on the plane or is there airports involved you know is it the whole situation I think it's just being on the plane because like I used to yeah. I used to love flying I like when I was younger I used to love going anywhere and I, I actually love going abroad I just actually mm. the thoughts of being up in the plane and it's just all the noises and stuff and my brain just starts to go like yeah. my rational brain goes no that's just the engine doing blah 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 whatever and then my Ginny brain just goes like no we're going down <laughs> I think Mr. T um I think he used to knock him out so you could always go down that route this is why I don't understand how they don't have an injection like they ask you how long your flight is <laughs> you say two hours they give you a two hour injection and then you're done yeah, that could that could go badly. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't mind. Well, okay, that's we'll we'll sort out a, an injection for Ginny for flying. But <laughs> flying's a legitimate one, though. Yeah, I, I can understand that. I don't like heights, but they don't like heights. Doesn't really come into it when you're flying because you're too high. You're above the clouds. It's when I see things from a height is my problem. If I see the ground, if I see water or something, I start to get real dizzy or something. So it's more heights for me. But I don't like airports, so that's. 
kind of again rules me out of uh, traveling in general but um it's not my show i don't know why i keep uh tracy so cliche i'm scared of spiders absolutely can't abide them and i am all loving of all animals but spiders can just get out of my house and last week i was lying on my bed watching youtube and my beautiful german shepherd on the end of the bed jumped up tilted her head to one side and looked behind me and I froze in terror because I knew there was something. I thought, oh my God, there's a big spider on the wall, but I was wrong. I turned around and the huge spider, the size of a Staffordshire Bull Terrier was on my pillow, right by my head. And my heart stopped pounding about three hours later. (laughs) And I know I'm a hypnotherapist and I should have overcome this. I have done some work on it and it is diffused to the point that I can catch them with something and put them out. But by God, I do not want them on my pillow. And if one landed on me now, I would jump out the window and I'm up three floors. So I hate spiders, terrified me. I really appreciate you not killing them though, because that's the easy way to... I'm a bloody vegetarian pretending. I'm lovely to animals, but I just... (laughs) You should be nice and you're putting them out. I'm sure they want to be out more than in, but... But I heard recently that that's actually not nice because they, they're house spiders. You know, it's only those big brown guys. The big It's the way they move. It's really alien. And apparently putting them out, they, they, they can't live outside. Oh, I'm well, not staying up all night worrying about that, to be honest. I've killed thousands of spiders, is what you're telling me here. Yeah, yeah. You're a mass murderer, pretty much. Good, good Lord, we've gone. We really have gone dark with this. Let's <laughs> Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back with some uh, with some scoring <laughs> ones, and we're going to go for um, Desert Island song. So, uh, so you might as well when I say your name, you might as well say the three rather than space and out one 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 one. You know. Um, so this time, I'm going to start with Joanne uh, as she shuffles her uh, papers around. No, well, that's so, me. Oh, that's <laughs> you. Search question. In the world, no, it's it's the easiest one of the lot. I thought, honestly, Derek. What literally, we were saying earlier on, it's like trying to choose your favorite child, it's not possible. I don't think it's that serious, it's literally (laughs) that serious. So, I've done this, I think, maybe five or six times, changed my mind. Well, I'm Uh, excited. I mean, these should be good, so these should be good. (laughs) No, they're they're all okay. I, I ended up narrowing it down to the idea of actually being on a desert island. Hmm. So if I was on a desert island, what kind of music would keep me sane? That's hmm. what I ended up kind of, you know, thinking about it as. So the first one is Lovely Day by Bill Withers. It is the happiest, nice. most beautiful song of all time. It always makes me feel good. That's going to get me through the day. Uh, the second one was uh, Dave Rubeck, Take Five. Mm-hmm. Great song. So another kind of jazz, upbeat, kind of, I can get through the day vibe. And then for at night time, when I want to cry and be depressed because I'm on my own in a desert yeah. island, it's Oh Wonder, um, Lonely Star. Do you know that song? No. Is it, oh, is it, is it, um, is it a country song? No, it's Good. it's a oh wonder. It, it, I suppose it's kind of I don't know what category it would be. Um, tell it actually. Tell us why you like it. Underground, right? It's, yeah, it's kind of electronically produced. Look it up. It's a yeah. it's a beautiful it's a beautiful piece of music and incredibly depressing. Um, <laughs> so you will uh, cry all night long, and then the next day you can put on Bill Withers' "Lovely Day" yeah. again, and you'll be 
you know it's, so it's yeah. beautifully beautifully and and i think the thing like when i don't know a song because there's many obviously um i judge it off the person's enthusiasm for the song and also okay. i i think Beautiful. i think i like when josh was on with the lads he did it uh thought of it as the desert island as his journey so when he landed on the island how he tried to survive on the island and then as he was getting off the island so he he did his songs in that way they weren't good songs but he had them really <laughs> it really yeah they were terrible but he had re- he doesn't have good taste in music but i knew it was going to be his weakest round but it was it was good but i'm gonna yeah they, they're thank you very much joanne they're a very good selection okay. um uh, i'll go to you tracy yeah hello <laughs> So yeah, this this killed me because my favorite songs change every day, and you could mm. catch me listening to gangster rap on Thursday, and then on Friday I'm listening to I don't know Mozart or something. Not really, I don't listen to Mozart. <laughs> but it changes a lot. I'm terribly cerebral, you know. But uh, okay, so I overthought this because that's mm. what I do. I'm very good at that, and I ended up thinking, right, I'd want something upbeat and something to dance to, maybe you know, work out to get yourself moving because you'd probably be prone to sitting around feeling quite sad that you're on a desert island. Mm-hmm. So I chose the Prodigy's Voodoo People because it lasts for about four hours, right? Oh. And it's it just always gets me moving. I can't listen to it without moving. It just so I thought, right, that'll lift me up a bit, get me moving. And then I thought how sad I would be if I could never hear some of my favorite singers anymore. If I could, if I had to pick one and I could never hear, you know, Jerry Cantrell and Lane Staley and Chris Cornell and Mike Patton, all these people are going through my head. So I thought I'd find a song that has a few of those boys in it. Mm. And then at least I'll have some of the lads with me on the desert island. So I chose a song called Right Turn. Uh, Alice in Chains made but they actually called it Alice Mudgarden because it was a combination of uh, Chris Cornell from Soundgarden uh, Mark Arm is his name from Mudhoney mm. and then Jerry Cantrell and Lane Staley from Alice uh, in Chains and it's a gorgeous song yeah. I thought I'd get a few of the boys in there so I wouldn't have to miss them all but I would die without Mike Patton if I never heard Guns N' Roses or Faith No More again that would be woeful anyway I then thought I have to go to the genre that I tend to always go back to. Everybody that knows me thinks it's a kind of rock chick. I love gangster rap. I'm always in my car bobbing along thinking that I'm Dr. Dre. So I chose from a Dr. Dre album, 2001, the next episode because yeah. it features Dre, Snoop Dogg, Corrupt, um, Nate Dogg. There's a few of them on there so again i'm bringing in a few of my favorite rappers in on one song so those are my three desert island days after much much agonizing deliberation very good very eclectic and i lie i do actually know those three songs so that's that's good but yeah. um yeah it's always good to have gangster rap represented um because it's unlikely that i will do <laughs> but um <laughs> but no but i do I'm like no, I, 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 yeah, I that's a great song actually as well. That would have been a strong one. So we'll go for there, yeah. yeah uh, so we go for uh, Nicola. Um, so I I don't know if I thought about it as half as much as the other guests. <laughs> right, I wouldn't have either. <laughs> uh, no, I do you know what I wasn't even thinking about like being on the island. <laughs> Maybe it's just what's going on at the moment. But I was like being on a desert island on my own actually sounds amazing at the moment. But um, so I was like. Uh, I went for Good Arms versus Bad Arms by Frightened Rabbit. Okay. 
Uh, it's a Scottish band um, and unfortunately the lead singer actually committed suicide there or sorry died by suicide there but two or three years ago as well but it's a very sentimental song it's what I walked up the aisle to and oh, it was kind on. of one of the bands that myself and my husband like just really bonded over and we'd have very long chats about the songs and everything like that so the band itself mean a lot but it's that particular song is it's it's my song I've just taken for myself it's mine it's mine now um then the other one I picked was uh where we go by pink it's Mm. one of her newer ones now I just love pink I want to be her when I grow up and I was like but out of all the songs it's just I find that it's a real I don't know it's just quite a powerful song but it's still kind of poppy and it's not too heavy but like it's a good I know it's a bit of an anthem for me. And then the last one was Impossible, Nothing But Thieves. Um, oh, I do know that. A bit of a, yeah, so it's like it starts off quite slow. So it starts off a little bit sort of quiet and sad. And then it just bangs into a belter of a tune. So I was like, you know, if you were having a bit of a down morning on your desert island, I was like, at least this is kind of maybe kickstart you as well. That's, uh, I would be the same with you, by the way. I wouldn't have thought of it so much as the desert island. I just wanted to frame the question in a better way than saying the greatest song, because I already said the greatest film. So, but I cannot give the first one a 10 because of the story behind it. And I think you knew what you were doing with that one as well. I think you're tugging on my heartstrings, that one. But yeah, that's, uh, thank you very much for those uh, songs. There's, uh, I'm not like, if I think a song is bad, by the way, I will score it harshly, the same as a film or something. And if the scores seem like they're quite high, it's because I quite like the song. So it's not like I'm just being soft on the, the answers. But um, Ginny? Yeah, I found it hard as well. And I kind of went with the other girls. I was like, did it as I'm on a desert island. What do I need? Because I found it too hard just to pick like my favorite songs. So uh, the first one I went with was uh, The Pretender by The Foos. Yeah, uh, and I went with that because that was my walk-in music for my cage fight. So yeah. I figured if I'm on the desert island and I need to know that I can get through this, I you know I've done a cage fight, I can get through the desert island. So yeah, tender. And then I'm figuring if I'm on the desert island, I will find a way of making some kind of alcohol. I might find <laughs> I might find something grapes. I might be able to make vodka, wine, mm. something. So. Got a bit of drink in me, I want to dance. So I chose What a Man by On Vogue and Salt and Pepper. So um, then obviously your somber mood uh, when you're a bit down and low. I just wanted to even just chill. Um, I chose Songbird by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, that's a strong choice. That. Um, I love that one. That's an amazing song. Um, I was actually reading it an interview with Christine McPhee today. Um, but yeah, it's just, a, it's a good, that's actually very high scores by the way here. Um, but there's always someone in the lead. Um, and we have, uh, actually a three-way tie on 26 for Tracy, Joanne and Nicola, but Ginny scores a 28 on that one. Wow. So make of that what you will. Um, <laughs> But uh, I just want to see if we have another one here. Um, we kind of talked about that. But, oh, yeah. Sorry. This is this is this is my favorite question, by the way. This is my favorite question, because this is this wasn't a hard question for me at all. Like, no, 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 Mara, I know I said that already, but this is in particular. There is a right answer for this question. There's no right answers for any of the other ones, but there is for this one. OK, so I'm going to ask what your uh, or sorry, what is the worst film ever made? 
and I'm going to come to uh, Nicola first. There was one that like jumped straight to my head and it's been stuck in there for ages and I don't know why. I think I made a joke about it there not so long ago, but like um, the Great Wall. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely <laughs> horrific. I was like, that's fucking like two hours of my life and I'm never going to get back. I actually wanted to write to Matt Damon and be like, what the actual fuck was that? Yeah, yeah. he was like the, the, the white man defending the, uh, defending the Great Wall of China. It's always a, it's always a good oh, start to a film. So it's a it's a shocking film it's it it reminds me of um when i saw uh oh that one tom cruise did um the last samurai uh, i know people like that film but for me that was just as bad to be honest but no no, no actually let me take that back immediately it wasn't just as bad as the great wall but that's shocking but that's a that's a strong start uh we'll go across to Ginny for this one um this one i picked um one that's kind of new enough but it's a remake and it's blind spirit Oh, Jesus. And I really liked the original. And when I saw this remake one, it's like, what the hell? It was like, they absolutely destroyed it. Mm. It's brutal. Um, I saw the, saw the original. It's a great film. And then I saw all the reviews for the remake. <laughs> and I said, nope, I won't be doing that. But I read some of the reviews and I will take that on board. The fact that it's, uh, yeah, it's supposed to be. Why Judy Dench is in it? Oh, is she in it? I didn't know yeah. she was. She's kind of in a lot of bad films though at the moment. She was in Cats as well. So yeah, there's um, but yeah. So um, thank you, Ginny. That's uh, so we we'll go to um, go to Tracy next. So you say there's a right answer, is it? Yep. <laughs> but that's funny because I was thinking I might cheat with this and I'll just pick any Adam Sandler film, and that's funny. <laughs> no, it's it's not it's not that. Yeah. Ah, oh, for the love of God, it should be, but it's not. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's not fair because you're always giving out about Adam Sandler, so it should be. Not always. I always I give out. <laughs> every well, every episode. I heard you regularly give out. I ha- I actually didn't pick an Adam Sandler. I struggle with this again because I have the attention span of a goldfish. So if I start watching a film and I don't like it, I, I just I don't hang with it. I couldn't actually pull one out of the air. So I just came up with. I was talking to a friend earlier, and he just went Sharknado, and I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> awful." So there you go, Sharknado. But yeah. there's a million films that I can't stand, but I just can't get them to come to mind. But like, Kira Knightley always annoys me with the quivering lip thing. You know, she's always... <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen her in... I saw her in a film where I'm sure... I can't remember what it is, but I think the director must have told her, don't do the top quivering lip thing. And I really enjoyed her. I think it was... Oh, I can't remember, but I, I actually yeah. have enjoyed it. Anything she's in generally annoys me because of the whole quivery lip thing. And um, what's that film where Tom Cruise does the awful Irish accent? Is it Far and Away? Far and Away, yeah. That's pretty awful. But yeah, let's throw Sharknado down to hell with it. Just fair. Awfulness. That's fair enough. Um, who haven't? Uh, Joanne, sorry. Yeah, uh, I don't know any of the movies actually that you guys have just mentioned, which I don't know what that is. Maybe I should go and watch really crap movies. No. <laughs> Get to know my crap movies. Like, I, I actually found this really hard. Um, I I suppose in terms of what I would be into in terms of movies, I love horror movies. Hmm. Uh, and there's a lot of crap horror movies out there. So one of the ones that I 
just stood out straight away for me was cabin fever. Do you remember cabin fever? Where I they do remember. Home, yeah. They rent a cabin in the woods, these bunch of teenagers, and yeah. then they end up getting infected by this guy that they murder. And it's all very dramatic and, and ridiculous and the acting awful. Yeah. So yeah, cabin fever, I think. It's, would it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> One of oh. the most horrific horror movies. It's so yeah. many like cabin in the woods type horror films and they're most of them are terrible there's a couple of good ones obviously um the the, the correct answer is ferris bueller's day off by the way if oh anybody... for god's sake oh, right yeah yeah i don't like that movie it's, it's the worst that. i've seen it about when i was a kid my brothers used to love it and they used to put it on all the time and it's the most smug film i've ever seen and that Bachu broderick fella uh, yeah. miming to twist and shout on the on the float <laughs> and everything about it and you're supposed to feel sorry for the lad with the you know and they've got like his dad has got the big ferrari and all that and it's just it the way it's the way yeah. it's told is very bothersome and uh it just irritates the life of me so that's that's yeah, the correct that's the correct answer okay. but all of these answers are very valid um, and fair play to you, Tracy, because I, I get you, I do give out about Adam Sandler once or twice, though. You make it out like I say every time the podcast, every episode. Oh, I, no, I no. <laughs> <laughs> now for the Adam Sandler segment. And then I go on and back in. Um, but, um, so on the, the scores on that one, uh, Tracy, I had to score you a little bit lower. And the reason oh, being. Why not? Well, I think Sharknado was purposefully a bad film. I don't think it's trying oh, to be. Oh, I know. And it's, it's so bad, it's probably quite... I, I just, yeah, I really struggled because I'm, because of my attention span. I don't, I just, I'm gone if I don't like film in the first... Oh, it's terrible. Years. Like, it's, it is a terrible film, but I think that the, it's a, there's a kind of a wink, wink to it that they're, they're kind of going, look how terrible this is. Oh, it's going to yeah, oh, yeah, all those are just, yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine, Derek, fine. Oh. <laughs> I still gave you seven. Keep it up Whatever. and I'll give you six, all right? <laughs> I don't mind. I, I, I um, so uh, also oh, sorry on eight uh, Joanne and oh, then right, yeah. nine each for Ginny and Nicola um, I'm just going to read out uh, at the advert here for the gym so rest there for 20-30 seconds if I can find it so um, obviously the gym's uh, from uh, Monday well it's, this is out Wednesday so two days ago um, the gym is back open for jujitsu and uh, kickboxing more uh, contact stuff so it's great and the kids classes as well and the crossfit can have more people in in i think i might be wrong with that spreading false information um fusion training center at monksland athlone a place to train in brazilian jiu-jitsu kickboxing martial arts and crossfit a great atmosphere with experienced coaches and a real sense of community if you want to join the team find us on facebook at fusion training center or drop in for a chat fusion training center train like a warrior <sighs> take a breath there um Okay. Oh, yeah. By the way, I, I did mention already, if you want to have a, a listen back to part one, I think it's episode 78. If you want to listen back to me answering these kind of questions, it's back episode 40. Um, there was a slight difference in the in the t- naming of the questions, but I talk about my favorite song films, worst films, which I've just mentioned. Uh, but I keep mentioning it because it is nobody should ever watch that film. Um, I wanted to ask this. Actually, this is in honor of uh, Joanne, actually. Uh, when Joanne was on the the podcast, um, if you haven't heard the episode, you should. But you, uh, Joanne talked about yeah, <laughs> you talked about alpacas, was it? Oh yeah, love alpacas. Love yeah. alpacas, right? What was the reason for that again? What was the reason? Well, why do you like alpacas in particular? Like well, this isn't a quiz, by the way. Alpacas, Derek, for God's sake. Well, there has to be a reason, like for liking them. 
They're cute as hell. They are cute. Because I love all animals. Like, I mean, I love, I love, I've always loved animals. The thing about alpacas is because, probably because they're hilarious. Like, they're <laughs> Shit, very yeah. entertaining animals. Yeah. They are. <laughs> They're just beautifully hilarious naturally they don't I like I, I I get it they are they are very funny and and I I was I wanted to open the floor to the other people here um Tracy what is your favorite animal guess guess Derek. don't say your dog guess. my entire world revolves around the dog I knew she was gonna you see you mentioned the dog already I knew you were gonna bring it up and she is gorgeous I'm by like, the way I'm like one of those annoying you mothers that's like Look at my child. Look at my child. Thanks. So, yeah, Facebook flooded. The, my favorite animal currently is my German Shepherd, JC. I am in love, obsessed, annoying, and that's my favorite animal. I'll, ex- I'll, accept, I'll accept the answer, but I will say, you did message me and say you weren't going to become one of those, is it fur, mo- fur mothers or fur mommies or something like oh, that? Oh, no, no. You're no sounding like one. Talk. Oh, come on. I'm allowed to love the dog dearly. I don't call myself... A fur mom. Mm. You can shoot me if I start doing that. Okay. See, uh, I think someone's going to have to load that gun. Someone's going to have to load the gun because it's on the way. It's around the corner. I can feel it. Um, Ginny, I'll get a picture. Look at my dog. <laughs> you just go on your Facebook. It's fine. There. It's there already. <laughs> yeah, she's beautiful though. Um, Ginny. Favorite animal. Yeah. Um, I like all animals. No, um, you have to think of like. When you were a child. Yeah, like, I, I always liked lions. Ah, yeah, lions are good. I always like, if I could cuddle one, but I wouldn't. No, but <laughs> I mean, cub. I wouldn't do that thing where they sedate them and then you get a picture taken with them. With them. Mm. I wouldn't do it. But yeah, no, I always kind of liked lions. Yeah, lions are lions are beautiful, yeah. um, I probably like a little, I cuddle the cub. Like, I love, no. Yeah, a little lion yeah. cub. So yeah. I hold it up in the air and do the thing, <laughs> even though I've never seen the Lion King. Never seen it. Um, I don't watch animated films. Um, that's that's a conversation for another day. Uh, Nicola, how about you? Well, I'm shocked. Shocked. Why? Believe you haven't seen the Lion King. That actually upsets me. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, well, besides now, to be fair, besides my own dog who's over there, uh, I love bears. Mm. I just love them. I think they're a class animal because, like. I think I did it like an online quiz for it. Apparently they're my spirit animal, but I was like, I'm loving the idea of hibernation. I love the idea of just like stockpiling food, eating loads and loads of food and then going to sleep. I'm like, that just speaks to me on a very personal level. Yeah. And I love the, the scratching dance they do. Yeah. And the thing I'm like, oh, it's just other oh, class. They're, they're beautiful. They'd rip your face off though. That's the word. That's why I don't like them as much. Only, only if they're provoked. Yeah. Yeah. So happy. You leave them alone. Yeah. I, no, I'm, just, I'm going to. Them. Don't, just don't, don't interact poke with them. The bear. I won't do anything to them. Yeah, don't poke the bear. I, I, yeah, they're all very good answers. I, I obviously, if I was going for domestic, it'd be cows. But if I was going for international, I would say elephants. I, I'm a very big fan of elephants. Yeah. They're, they're very beautiful and they're very very intelligent and the, i i'm i love the way they mourn the dead yeah. i think that's very kind of special um so yeah cows and elephants anyway uh, so so uh, the next one again uh, there's such good questions i say i know i'm saying it before every one and i know i've written the questions so i'm sounding like a dick but the, this is a good one again we've got the greatest films ever made um and nobody, 
Oh. Don't even think about complaining about this one because I'm not I listening. Moaning, moaning. I'm gonna moan. Why? Because there's a billion films in the world. Narrow them down. That's what the. I did, Derek. <laughs> I did. Okay. Well, you're gonna go first then. Oh God. Uh, right. Down. So yeah, overthought. Uh, trying to think about you know what do you look for? What's the best film? Is it the director? Is it the mm. effects? Is it the actors? With Nail and I is my favorite oh. film. Yeah. I never tire of it. And that scene, well, not a spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen it, but Richard E. Grant doing the soliloquy at the end is just amazing. Yeah. And I would watch that clip over and over and never tire of it. I love With Nail and I. So that was my top film. Uh, then I was kind of teetering between two uh, train spotting because I absolutely love Irving Welch and I often find that the film adaptation of a book is disappointing. Mm. I didn't find that with Train Spotting. I actually really enjoyed it. But I actually went for Dead Man's Shoes, a Shane mm. Meadows oh, yeah. uh, directed film with Paddy Considine. And I chose it because I was so engaged with it that somebody could have walked into the room screaming and I was just glued to it every minute. I found it very engaging and it was, it was brilliant. I love Paddy Considine as well. And then the third film, such a cerebral, intelligent thing that I chose. You'll all be so impressed. Jurassic Park yeah. is my favourite <laughs> thing in the whole world. Okay. When that film came out, I think I was 15 or 16, oh. I went to the cinema and I saw a dinosaur in a field. The camera just it- came back and I welled up with tears. I was looking at a dinosaur walking across a field and then there were other dinosaurs and then there were T-Rexes and every childhood thought I'd had about dinosaurs came to life and I still watch that film and enjoy it. I think, it, you know, I don't think there was any kind of CGI like that before it. So I went to the cinema three times and to this day when the franchise brings out a film, I don't care about the storyline, I don't care about the acting. There are dinosaurs in the film and I just <laughs> adore them. So any Jurassic Park film pretty much, but I'll go for the original because that was the one that made me go, oh my God, yeah. dinosaur. I think that's fair. I, I There's a scene, actually, I just want to mention in Dead Man's Shoes, uh, not giving anything away, but where they... Uh, the guys, the, the the villains, as such, are are, come, are rolling along in the car and in the rain, and Paddy Considine is standing against a fence, and the main guy comes up to him, and they have a, a conversation, and it's like, I've I've watched that scene on its own on YouTube so many times. It's just Incredible. so, it's so good, and he's a great actor, um, and he's a pretty good director too, to be fair to him. But um, yeah, it's a great it's a great film. Um, very good answers, Tracy. Uh, Nicola, how about you? Um, so the first one, this one has always been one of my favorite films ever since I was a teenager. Um, it's what dreams may come. Oh, I do know that. Yeah. Um, it's a really artistic film, but it's, it's just, it's a very deep film too. So I think it was the first time I saw like Robin Williams and not like a ha ha Mm. kind of um, role and he just did it brilliantly. And like his, his wife dies by suicide. I feel it's a bad with my life um so his wife dies by suicide but there's this whole it's just such a layered film and then he goes to the afterlife but he's in one place and she's in another and he fights for her and it's mm-hmm. just it's like it's a love story but not a like it's not like a like a romantic love story it's you know he has to go through hell for her and everything it's just but it's it like visually it's it was it's always a film that stuck with me too as well it's beautiful and um 
the other one I have this one again I saw it when I was very young and I love it and I don't care what anyone says but Gone with the Wind oh yeah, yeah. one of my most beloved films I would watch it more and more except I don't have four hours of my life to sit down and watch it <laughs> so no. that's a bit of a it's a bit of a bummer um I actually have I had a big black and white poster of the moment where Rhett Butler takes her and he's, uh, gives her the kiss and it's like a close-up of that and I have it up on my wall and everything um and then the last one I feel like it's a typical one but it's just a real feel-good one is Forrest Gump oh yeah yeah I just feel like it's a it's an all rounder Sunday kind of yeah that came up on the the last one so I know what I scored it um but uh Gone with the Wind yeah it's it's a uh, challenging in the sense of some of its themes but uh well, absolutely like there's no place for it in this day <laughs> no, really, there really isn't just, I think it's just the, the epicness of it yeah when I when I had the um the questions uh, about the dinner guests on my my own solo episode i had uh, hattie mcdaniel who you know she played the 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 servant and uh, she won an oscar for it um she was the first black person to win an oscar and she had to collect it from the segregated area from the back of the theater in in hollywood and i just i i just i think she'd be an amazing person to talk to having gone through all that crap and having to play the same role over and over again which she did in a lot of the films but uh yeah i mean in its scope though the, the gone with the wind is it's an amazing achievement for when it was made you know at the time and that and everybody should watch it once i think because mm-hmm. it's such a, a famous film um so uh Ginny. um i actually was the same as tracy uh, my first one was hitting it and i oh well i've watched it so many times it's one that i would watch over and over again it's one that you know one of those films where you just quote all the lines um, I just absolutely think it's I think it's a brilliant film. I think Richard E. Grant and Paul McGann just absolutely nail it mm. with that. Um, so my second one, again, it's just films that I watch. I they're obviously my favourite if I watch them over and over again. So another one is Goodfellas. Oh, that's yeah. such a good film. Um, I just I don't know what it is about. I just absolutely I, I think it's everything in it and. Mm. Especially the first time I saw it, I just thought Ray Liotta was absolutely gorgeous as well. So that helped. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's the, the humor in it, the just everything. It's just it's gripping. It's yeah. just and again, it's a film that myself and my brothers and sisters we were terrible. We watch a film and next thing we just learn all the lines and <laughs> over different the lines else ridiculous. Um, but then the third one is Rear Window. Love, love Rear Window. Yeah. Again, watch it over and over again. Love everything about it. Even love down to the fashion. Grace Kelly's fashion is just oh, I just love everything about it. Um, yes, they're my treat. Very strong. Um, yeah. Uh, I was hoping for someone to say, yeah, first future stay off. That would be brilliant. <laughs> um, <laughs> but why would you give zero? Literally, yeah, yeah. straight away zero, Joanne. Uh, Joanne, what are your answers for this one? Okay, well, again, absolutely impossible, awful question. You know, I wanted to kill you. Yes, okay. Because I love movies. I just love movies. It's like music, you know, it's it's, yeah. one, it's a really important pastime of mine for my whole life. Um, So it's impossible. But because horrors would be a, a big category of mine, The Shining had to come in there mm. first. Um, Stanley Kubrick, absolutely loved 
would have studied him in art college and became temporarily obsessed. I would still be secretly a little bit obsessed. Also, The Shining, uh, I, I mean, um, Stephen King, like in terms of the story of The mm. Shining, I think in addition to that movie and how beautifully and creatively and artistically wonderful it was made and created, in addition to all of the amazing actors, Jack Nicholson, mm. you know, it's it's just timeless. It's just incredibly timeless. I love how the Simpsons have captivated <laughs> elements of it. And like it's literally yeah. become part of pop culture. It's just a classic, timeless, timeless classic. So that was number one. Uh, the Truman Show. Uh, oh. I don't know if anyone has seen The Truman Show. Yeah. That would be myself and my cousin uh, would have watched that like religiously over and over again as teenagers and pretty much would have, like yourselves, known the script off, um, you know, and just obsessed with it. The score, Philip Glass mm. music is just absolutely incredible. I still listen to that sometimes. Actually, I incorporate the music sometimes into my session. Oh. But yeah, just because it's beautiful piano music, it's very mm. kind of um dreamlike um and then the third one I thought in terms of like I was torn because I wanted to find something that was uh current like something because a lot of the stuff I was looking at and, and thinking about was stuff from 10 20 years ago so I wanted to look at in the last 10 years what were the mm. best movies and for me it was the Joker like really just, yeah I thought it was absolutely incredible between that and Parasite yeah um, yeah parasite i know won best picture um and you know obviously was a korean picture so it was all very kind of new and cultural and amazing um but the joker i have watched already like i mean what was that it was 2019 as well same year as parasite and i've watched it about 10 times whereas yeah. parasite i've only watched maybe three times so i had to go with joker yeah i uh Whacking Phoenix in particular in Joker is ridiculous. Uh, it's so good. Um, so uh, the scores are kind of, it's the first game that there's been a little bit all over the place. Um, Nicola, Forrest Gump did you in a little bit, I'll be honest. Aww. I'm not a Gump fan. I, what? No, no, not don't for me. like the Gump? No, don't like the Gump or the Forrest, either one. Um, <laughs> so Nicola got 24. Uh, Joanne got 27, Tracy got 29, and Ginny got the 30. Booyah. The three uh, great films. And um, Goodfellas are one of those ones that are like, uh, um, yeah, I'd, I'd be, I'd, I wouldn't have every word, but I'd have quite a, a lot of the words and the scenes and the dialogue. It's, it's good. Get the papers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the, 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 obviously, the most famous scene of the, you know, um, Ray Liotta and, uh, Joe Pesci in the in the club, obviously, what what what's so funny? What am I funny? Am I funny? Uh, the whole yeah. uh, dialogue to that is just, yeah, so good. Um, so we will go on to another great question. I don't know what you're talking about, Joanne. These are so good. These questions. Yeah. So, uh, the, this is a different, slightly different scoring system. So for the three guilty pleasures, um, worst plus should you feel guilty? They will be scored on that because if you give me a song that is not a guilty pleasure, you're getting a low score. Um, if it's a bad song, I mean, the perfect example was John when he came on this and he gave it three answers and they were terrible. And the, that's what they scored so high because he just said them and he was, so he, he was just, he was fine with how bad they were. 
I didn't tell him that at the time, I don't think, but it doesn't matter. But uh, so three guilty pleasures. And for this one, I'm going to start. I, I can't remember any order anymore. So uh, Ginny, I'll go for you. OK, um, my first one is uh, I love a bit of Lionel Richie. So uh, all night long. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that one. Why didn't know you were going to say that one? It's weird. <laughs> Okay. It's like you, in in the middle of it, you can pretend you can speak a different language as well. Yeah. You really go for it. There's a bit uh, of everything. Then my second one is again because I think in a former life I was a dancer and I think I'm brilliant now. Sometimes I think I'm um, possibly like Brazilian or something. <laughs> okay. So, uh, number number five. <laughs> oh, that is oh, that's a quality guilty pleasure. I have to say. But that's now that's now, that, that's not just me. I have to rope my sister Shelley in on that because like we think we are salsa extraordinaires. <laughs> that comes on. Right. So, um, don't be blaming your sister, Jenny. <laughs> totally her fault. She's older, so she wrote me. Yeah, she's older. <laughs> and then the last one this goes back. My excuse for this is it goes back to my childhood. Um, okay, my early teens or whatever, and it's a. Uh, Step by step by New Kids on the Block. Oh, wow. Yeah. They love it. It was, yeah, I just, I, and I'll even tell like I actually went, saw them recently. Well, when I say recently, the last couple of years, uh, I went did go and see them. Did you? Were they out in Ireland? Yeah. Really? <laughs> I tried to get down the front because Joey McIntyre, you know, I was sure I was going to. Him at some point, Ginny, you're you the rocker, like you, you, you know, you got a Fleetwood Mac t shirt on for God's sake. You can't be coming out with new kids on the block. It was, you know, they were like, you know, they were hanging tough. It was like you know. hanging tough. I do know that one, actually. I do know the ones that you mentioned, but I, I couldn't be, um, I couldn't be sure of any other ones. I'll be honest. So, uh, so we'll go for uh, Joanne for this, right? Yeah, uh. Sure, Lucas. I but I, I actually wrote down uh, guilty pleasure sh- songs, right? But I don't feel a bit guilty about any of it. Okay, <laughs> okay. right? Because all of my old school dance tunes, nineties. I love hip hop, old school, like all the way forever um, till I die. Um, after a couple of drinks, that's where I go to, and I love it forever. And I'm not a bit guilty about any of it. The first one is Montel Jordan. Um, this is how we do it. Oh, yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. That's good. Brilliant. Actually. Gets me in the vibes. It's embarrassing, but it's yeah, great. Right. Uh, and I couldn't choose between any of the others. So I'm just going to pick something randomly. Um, finally, see uh, CC Peniston. Is it amazing tune? I don't know. Oh, I do know. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah. Ridiculous. Like, just such a good tune. <laughs> Um and uh another night I'll say real McCoy. Um how many have you got written down? There's about twenty. I'll just say the first. Okay. <laughs> okay. And yeah, I'm not no, fine. about any of Good. It. I'm okay. glad you don't. I d I don't think there is such a thing as a guilty pleasure, but I think it's a no, good way, it's a good psychological question into whether you actually have deep down guilt for the kind of stuff that you like and it can go to it can right. be it can be more than songs it can be you know movie, it can be films it can be all those kind of things but yeah that's the whole thing and that's why it's this is the hardest round to score because i know that you don't feel guilty about it in particular and it is very much in relation to what you feel 
is yeah. incredibly mortifying. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's fair. So uh, on the back of that, um, Nika, what do you find uh, to be uh, your guilty pleasures? I feel like I've been set up here now. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first one I had, and I'm like, you kind of do feel guilty, but fuck it when it's on, like you can't help it. It's a uh, can't fight the moonlight. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you just can't. You can't help but get into it, even though it's an atrocious song <laughs> from an atrocious <laughs> film. Yeah. <laughs> um, the other one I had was um, this is this might be a bit topical, but it's it's bewitched, but it's not. Say, mm. it's Jesse. Hold on. Oh yeah. So it's it's, it's going to be bad. Like, like a bit of a country one. Oh, I can't think it's of it. It's awful, but it's awfully good. You know, um, I guess one of these is just no, start, like the rich. They're reuniting, so you you'd be delighted. <gasps> Get out Ginny's obsessed with bands, groups, boy and girl groups reuniting, basically. That's what oh she's my telling God, but you see, they those kids, so I would never have gone to anything. So, oh, I'm going to be on that, like, white on rice. Um, <laughs> then the other one that I had uh, was uh, Five. <laughs> um, you know, everybody get up, sing Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I see heads popping. They get it. So you're gonna get. You're gonna do well on that one. <laughs> My head didn't move an inch. Um, I'm talking about you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, okay. Not about you, Derek. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. Uh, so these are kind of close. So Tracy, how are you getting on? I'm all right. <laughs> right. Guilty pleasures. Again, I don't believe in guilty pleasures. Listen to whatever you like. But I took the question literally and thought, hang on, there is a song or a, an artist or an act that I do feel guilty about if I click on their videos or I pay them <laughs> on Spotify because I don't want to support them because they're dicks, okay? Okay. Hey. Nickelback. D Antwoord. What? Have you ever heard of D Antwoord? They're no. a South African act and uh, Yolandi Visser and Ninja and <laughs> Ninja. I thought I, I, I bet you know I think you're freaky that was what their famous song but they have a Ginny, song do you know that song <laughs> <laughs> why <are> you asking <laughs> right so Answer, right they have a song called Ugly Boy and it is so cool it has a sample of you know Aphex Twin yeah uh, anyway it, it's a really cool song an amazing video but it has come to light in recent years and there's video evidence that Yolandi Visser and Ninja the act that they're misogynist they're racist they're unpleasant people oh. so i feel guilty when i click on their youtube video because i'm supporting them but like, god i love the song so much so that's a literal guilty pleasure yeah right? that gets 10 out of 10 for because it's you should feel guilty about it so that's why i, I feel guilty yeah. and I, re- I i resist listening to it or watching it but once in a while i watch and i feel guilty because i don't want to okay. support these well, people good. they're unpleasant so then I went digging for the stuff, the, you know, the guilty, this is cheesy and I should be ashamed, but I'm not ashamed. Yeah. And the reason I was laughing when Ginny was talking was because I chose Hanging Tough by I went back to my teens, right? And I was trying to find something that I thought, I don't really want my friends to know I listen to this because I'm way too cool. So I got into that mode and I was like, I liked Hanging Tough a lot. And at the time, I pretended I only liked Pantera and Megadeth, but I did actually like um, <laughs> a bit of that. Uh, so, yeah, Hanging Tough was my guilty pleasure. And then, again, Ginny earlier mentioned Oreo Speedwagon. Oh, 
I'm gonna keep on loving yeah. you. And That's... I love it. And I only chose that because I think it's a song that a lot of people that know me would be like, you like that, but I'm not ashamed. I love it. And so those are my three guilty pleasures. Very, very good. Um they're, yeah, they were hard to score because they were they're obviously all over the place in regards to the two kind of scoring systems that I have in place. But I will say that um, uh, Tracy won that that one. She got uh, twenty six out of ten uh, out of thirty. Oh, yeah. Twenty six out of ten. Well, the ten out of ten for the South Africa one. Yeah, I like that. Um, but there, and, and the other uh, Ginny and uh, Joanna and Nicola all scored twenty four. So. I said we've got one more question to go. We're going to be kind of, I would imagine, very, very tight scores because they haven't been moving a lot um, recently, uh, recently, whatever. But um, So we we'll go for the last one. It's going to be three dinner guests, live or dead. Um, and we will start this time with Nicola. Oh, no. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I thought this one was really hard because obviously you want to like talk to everyone hmm. as well. But uh, I couldn't help but think about like Graham Norton, um, not as a as but like his show, because like you're watching it and you kind of think, geez, they'd be great crack to go for a pint with, and you'd love yeah. to kind of have the chats with them and stuff. Um, but definitely one person who I would love to just sit down and have the crack with is Phoebe Waller. Yeah, she's I would great. just love, she just seems so lovely and such crack and just one of those kind of people that like get enough drinks in her should tell you what she's not supposed to tell you <laughs> so that sort of way but yeah. in a way. Not, you don't want to be listening to any deep dark secrets like that. no but but like i can imagine from her writing uh that she yeah. you know, even from that like the way she writes and how she writes um i would say she's she's great crack yeah it's like she says what you're not supposed to say yeah like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like olivia um, coleman's kind of like that actually yeah, that was another one. I was kind of in a toss, but sure, you only let me have three. So I, I know, but right. it's only a table that can fit four. Well, that's just... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> make the so table. I was... Now, and the other one, I know it's really typical. I know it's really kind of cliche and stuff, but I would love to go for dinner with Barack Obama. Yeah. Like, I just would. I th- Like, I have his book inside and wait to read it and stuff like that, but I just think... He'd be sound, but he'd have just so much to talk about mm. too. Well. Like he'd be so interesting. But now, see, I was wondering, do you get a couple for the price of one? Because I wouldn't mind Michelle there either. Well, you got to pick your favourite. The <laughs> two. Think that's cheating. Questions very relevant. Hang on a second, Tracy. Just let me let me let me deal with this. All right. <laughs> Between, if you pick, who do you prefer, Barack or Michelle? You can't. You don't say the same because that's not true. We we don't like anyone the same. I suppose. I suppose if I was going to lean into it. Pro, I pro, Michelle. I probably lean okay. Michelle. So you went oh, from a ten right. to a nine. I know somebody. No, I, that's not true. I didn't write that. I didn't. Um, so I'm Michelle, you're going to go Michelle. Like, huh? You're going to go with Michelle. I'll go with Michelle. Yeah. Okay. I think, I, you see, I think she knows an awful lot of what happens behind closed doors. See, she's the wife, so yes. she's not constrained. That's Whereas true. like Barack is like, you know, oh no, I have to be, you know, I'm the ex-president and whatnot. But yeah. she's like, here, wait, and I tell you. Oh yeah, exactly. I'd be like, Shelly, come here. <laughs> Shelly. <laughs> Me and Shell. Yeah, it's getting um, shorter every time you say the word. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine calling Shell? Shell. Just Shell. Just Shell. Hey, Shell. Oh, my God. Shelly. Um... <laughs> 
And then, do you know, I'm going to stick with an all-female table. I have two fellas there, but I'm going to stick with an all-female. And uh, the other one, because I think Phoebe Waller and her would be fierce crack to just sit back and watch, is Miriam Margoyles. Oh, she's great. I think just, I would just get a heap of wine, leave it on the table, sit back and just watch what happens. She's amazing, yeah. Yeah. The stuff she says on just national television is ghastly. <laughs> um, but uh, so, um, Joanne. Okay. Uh, sure, look, it's like, yeah, whoever wants to come to dinner, like, can come to dinner. <laughs> That's not well, the rules. You can't just invite everyone. Okay. So I, I had to do, like, okay, my favorite artist is, like, traditionally. So growing up, my favorite artist was Salvador Dali. Mm. I would love to have dinner with Salvador Dali. Yeah. That would be just so cool. He's such a character. I'd love to pick his brains about so many things. Um, and just, yeah, that'd be amazing. So just me and Salvador would be cool. Okay. And Sally. I don't really care who else is there. Like, Sal, um, yeah. You know, well, I just... You know, um, he strikes me as somebody that would never leave. Yeah, he would never leave your house. No, no. Oh, no. You get him in and you'd never get him out. He'd just fall asleep eventually yeah. and then he'd have to go. Like You'd have to get him like, some of... Some of yeah. G- some of Ginny's um, airplane uh, vaccine or whatever it is, yes. and chuck that in his arm and roll yeah, him down the hill. Some of that, yeah. Out the gap. That'd be the only way of getting rid of him. He'd appreciate it because he's, he's he's you know he's creative in his own way, isn't he? <laughs> he's incredible, absolutely yeah. incredible. So I I literally don't care who else is there. I put down Donald Trump for the crash. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, God, how many points do you want from this? How many points do you want from this round? A million, obviously. No, you're not getting um, any for that. Michael Jackson. Oh, um, God. I don't know if it, who, who's I know, worse? And it's so controversial. It's, I was like, will I say Michael Jackson? I'm just I'm just putting him in there. It's happening. I've had dinner with Michael Jackson. Oh, my God. Have you I actually? Had, I had your dream dinner guest. <laughs> Hang on a second. Hang on a second. What's happening? It was breakfast, actually. It wasn't dinner, but he was at the same dinner. He was at the same dinner table with his kids. Yeah. What? When did this? I worked in a recording studio, and him and his children stayed with us just over five months. So he used to be in my office in the morning with his shower cap on, going, "Hey, Tracy, how are?" The most surreal part of my life ever. Yeah, he was there for months. So. There, your, your dream dinner guest oh. was up the table. Right. Donald Trump wasn't there as well. No <laughs> sign of Donald. No, thank God. He wasn't recording that day. Uh, he wasn't recording. <laughs> laying down some beats. Yeah, yeah. You can imagine it's a gangster rap. Um, yeah. That's, uh, I mean, you really sabotaged your your, your yeah. scores on that one. Um, because I can't give you many sco- much scores for those two. Sure, what can you do? No, but they're, they're, it's your fantasy and you, you have it. Um that's exactly it. Uh, Tracy, how about you? I bet you can guess one of mine. <sighs> I, you've, uh, I know we've had chat. Is it Who a musical? I love with? Not, not in a very wholesome way. I love this man so much. I've Is never it... met him. Okay. Is it a musical person? I think Is he I... from Limerick? Oh, Blind Boy. Oh, yeah. I'd yeah, have to have Blind Boy. I tell my friends all the time, I love Blind Boy. And they go, ah, and I go, no, I, I love Blind yeah, Boy. Yeah. I actually You're actually nothing. in love with him. Yeah, yeah, I'm not joking. But you call that, is that a parasocial thing? I just, he doesn't know me, but I feel like he is my friend. 
And I yeah. love him dearly. So I want him there because he's so entertaining. He's witty. Mm. I, if I'm having me dinner, I don't want to be all starstruck. I want people that can chat away and keep me entertained while I shove food into my face because that's my favorite thing to do in the whole world. Mm. So Blind Boy's there and okay. he's entertaining and he's keeping us going. And then I also have a woman called Esther Perel. And Esther Perel is a Belgian psychotherapist, and she is possibly the most engaging person I've ever watched. She has a TED talk and she has a channel and she just talks about, you know, the, how humans uh, interact and about how we have like an inherent need for both freedom and security. And listening to her is just so fascinating. She's really, really cool. She's the daughter of two um, Jewish death camp or Nazi concentration camp survivors and they're they're the only people from their families that survived mm. her mom and dad so it, it, she's a really interesting take on relationships in the world and she's just got a glint in her eye she's a cool woman so I want her there with blind boy and then I'm going to bring in a lady called snow the product okay <laughs> her, snow the product is actually she's a she's an American Mexican she's very Mexican parents she's a rapper but she doesn't have any of the kind of I am too cool swagger of most rappers. She's just, she has a YouTube channel again. Her and her partner, Juju, she's uh, with a woman called Juju. They have a, she has a child called Baby Drew from a previous relationship. And their YouTube channel is so entertaining because you get to watch them kind of just interact. They're funny. And they also bring you into the studio where she's making music. But there's just no, she's just a really talented but no bullshit kind of person. And I just think she'd be great crack herself. And Blind Boy would shoot the shit about music and Esther would talk about relationships and life would be great. And meanwhile, I'd just eat me dinner. It'd be grand. Yeah, I, was going to, I was going to say Joe Rogan, Ben Shapiro. And oh, yeah. uh, what's, what's the guy that does the... Piers Morgan. Oh, Jordan Peterson. <laughs> yeah. the, the, the holy trinity of edgelords. But I, I didn't. I knew that. Really That's... Annoying. Did you did you listen to the the, the lads one? Yes. Because yeah. that's what Josh did, and he ruined his chances of winning. Because and he was raging, he was raging after, and he I'm not making this up. He was he was like, do you think if I didn't say those, I might have got higher up in the? Yeah, yeah, you would have yes. if you didn't say Piers Morgan, Jordan Peterson, and Joe Rogan. I have to put it in a charger. I'm going to lose you if I don't. Yeah, go on, right. go on, go Thank on. Thank you. Um, Ginny, you're uh, three. Um. Okay, so I just kind of went with kind of like easy, just people who would have stories and Hmm. people who would just have like really cool stories and then people who have a laugh and then possibly once the drink is flowing, we get a bit of like music going. Hmm. So I went with, first of all, I've always said I'd want to go on a beer with him, um, Dave Grohl. Ah, oh, that would be that's just, that's just shit cool. He's just, I, he just came so down to earth, and he's just so funny. And I just think he'd have, he'd just be so cool. He just, he'd just make everyone feel at ease. I think. And then my second person is Billy Connolly. Mm. I just think Billy Connolly is again. I think he has lived such a life. I think he'd have so many stories, but the way he'd tell them would just mm. be so hilarious. Like, I grew up looking at all his videos. We used to get them once, like every Christmas, uh, the new Billy Connolly video was what we used to get as a family. Yeah. Uh, so I just, I would love, and then, you know, he loves a bit of our music as well. He loves getting out the banjo. Yeah. So. 
yeah. for the session as well. And then to top it all off, I'd have to have my queen there, Stevie Nicks. Yes. She would have the best group ever. So I just, uh, yeah, Stevie is just queen. And again, stories, music, it'd just be, I think it'd be just fun. And yeah. of course, you know, swapping hats and stuff like that would be cool as well. So. I think, um, like, Dave Grohl seems like just a very, uh, you know, for the success he's had, is very ordinary person, like, in the way yeah. he talks to other people. And obviously, Billy Connolly's kind of always been like that, the kind of everyman. But Stevie Nicks, I would say, would have some absolutely unbelievable stories. And I think yeah. she'd be she'd be such a good guest to have on. No, I, I'd want a, a table where I don't ask questions. Like, I, yeah. you know, I don't want to know the ins and outs. Just sit there and just tell me stories about what you have done. Yeah. That's all I yeah, and that that's yeah. My, I can't remember to be honest. I I'm sure John Lennon was probably on mine. I think I did, but I know you were saying it was only three and giving out. I think I was given five. <laughs> but it's all we could. After with five. Yeah, I know, and but yeah, that's true. But I I can't remember. I definitely had John Lennon. I had Hattie McDaniel. Um, and I can't remember the other ones. I might have had Barack Obama actually. That would it wouldn't surprise me. Um, but the. The copy, it's probably here somewhere, but I won't shuffle through it. But uh, do you know it's a good way of finding out if you go and listen to episode 40 of the Weekly Weekly Podcast? <laughs> but uh, so while I tally up these scores, I won't, I'll, I'll give it once uh, Tracy gets back in. I'd say her phone probably died, but um, I'll give it the end scores to that round. Uh, they were relatively high. Um, but uh, so without being kind of mean to the answers of the other people, how do you think the other people answered? And right, don't be worried. Don't be, you're not going to offend anybody or anything like that. But who do you think scored the highest out of the other people? And I'm going to say, I'm going to ask Joanne first. You're going to ask us what we think that other people scored? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think Ginny won that one because I... No, in, in, the, in total though. I, I'm talking about, do you mean the full... Oh, overall. Overall, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not answering that Stick one. Stick your neck all on the line. All the questions. Put I your neck on the line. <laughs> okay. I know Nicola will. Nicola, who do you think won the, the whole thing out? Uh, I like, I feel like it could be a toss up between um, Tracy and Ginny. Right. I feel like myself and um, Joanne were kind of, yeah, I feel like we didn't, I feel like we didn't hit points or something. No. Well, I don't know. I think every winner's tried, Nicola. Yeah, tried. Did everybody not win around? No, no. I, I thought everybody won at least one round. No, maybe not. Um, Ginny, who who won? I think possibly Tracy. Okay, that's. I I don't know yet. Like I'm, I haven't added them up. I'm just going to keep an eye out in case she is having problems here. Uh, no, not yet. Um, but yeah, like um. I have obviously, like as I say, I can't add them. I haven't added them up, but I think with all the rounds, um, with maybe exception of the last one, they, they were quite close. Like, so hold on, Tracy's trying to get back in again, but uh, it's really, um, it's really for anyone's to take. But if I was to, t- if I was think off the top of my head, I would say Tracy or Ginny, but I, I obviously I don't know yet. I would say it's probably not Joanne, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, it's only because your dinner thing. Oh, it's yeah. Only oh, dinner. yeah Derek, no, it no, is, Joanne. Okay. I, okay. I, I can't be on this, right? I can't be on a mental health podcast, right? And giving Donald Trump or Michael Jackson points. 
Yes, I, I, I completely. Savdar Dali, though. No, he got ten. He got ten out of ten. Like, yeah, he got, he got ten, right? Trump got five and Michael Jackson got four. Like, imagine he got less than Trump. Yeah, oh, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's done some bad things in his life. Um, I can't score that man highly. Let me right. She's put in a little message of let me in. I'm trying to let her in. Okay, um, she's tapping on the zoom door. She's tapping, but I I did, I did, um, what's called, you know, when it comes up and I, I. I let her, I let her come in. Um, I'd say the battery went. Yeah. Um, this is, this is still recording, which is probably, no, you can talk away. Don't worry about that. Um, it's better than dead air. Like I'm producing. (laughs) Okay. There we go. I sent her a message that I would click her in, but, uh, yeah. So just with the, the Michael Jackson thing, but, um, uh, yeah, Nicola got very high score. I can tell you the scores on this one, actually. Unmute me and allow video. I didn't mute. Did I mute someone? I don't think I muted. I don't even know how to mute. I don't think you can mute anybody. Oh, wait. Will I ask to? Oh, no. You can ask to unmute her, but I don't know what's that. I genuinely don't know how to mute people in this. So I think if you click on the right, do you know the way there's the three dots there? If you just click on that, you should be able to ask to unmute. Okay. But I don't think you can actually unmute. Oh, I've, I've clicked to ask to unmute. So we'll see how that goes. Um. Yeah, I've, I've, I've clicked that now, but... Uh, what prize do we win if we win, Derek? What prize do you win? Yeah. yeah. I don't think you have to worry about it. Fine, I'll rephrase. What prize does somebody else win? If they... well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll negotiate with the, uh, with the winner. I, 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 I am doing... On here, I'm doing the ass to a mute, but it's just like not... It's not working, man. It's just not happening for me. Um... Oh, she's gone again. She's gone again. Um, sweating now. But um, I'm just going to add up these scores while we're doing it um, because I have to. Uh, is there actually, I, I asked the other, I asked the lads this when they were on, is there anybody that you'd uh, think would be a good, um, you don't have to name a person, but, uh, you know, whether it's a therapist or somebody who's in a profession that you think would be interesting to have on the podcast. Um, how about uh, you, Joanne, first? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, yeah, I have a few people in connection to the arts therapists. Yeah, I'm always down for promoting creative arts therapists. So, a hundred percent, I have like, I have a few people that I could contact that Great. could potentially be interested in coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, you know, and even in the dancing soul as well, where we're based, uh, myself and Tracy, uh, there would be a few therapists there that I know would have a lot to say in terms of mental health. They would be incredibly uh, knowledgeable and have lots of experience to bring to the table. So, yeah, a hundred percent, I can I can do some asking for you. Hundred yeah, percent. Because yeah. I I think I do have someone written down uh, still from the dancing. Like I'd have to look through like the the notebooks or whatever. But there is definitely somebody else that I had written down, um, because I've obviously had three or four on. I think at this stage, yeah. maybe five. Like, um, yeah. so it's it's been great. To, a lot of us in there, like as yeah. in there's about. 20 odd therapists like that come and go and there's a couple of new ones now starting joining us now in the next couple of months so yeah it might be interesting to to get on a couple of newbies as well actually yeah. what they have to bring to the table yeah 100 percent. yeah brilliant um 
It's good. Oh, Tracy. Tracy. Yeah. Tracy. <laughs> it's okay. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm a disaster. I am so yeah. sorry. Have I spoiled everyone's life? Yeah, you've ruined yeah. everything. We're gonna scrap it. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's over. Nothing <laughs> I would do. It kept well, saying the host would not allow you to unmute. Sorry, Derek. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um. We were just, I'll, I'll actually jump over uh, to, to Nicola, but we're just um, asking, asking, yeah, we're asking about people that you think would be good to come on or not even people, but like a profession or, you know, a therapist or something. But um, Nicola, do you, do you have anyone that you think would be a good idea to, uh, that to, for whether it's regard to mental health or not? Because it can be, you know, nothing to do with mental health and just someone who's a bit of crack, really. I feel I kind of was like racking my brain there. You know when you're put on the spot. I know like, it's a shitty question. You know what? Ask me in twenty minutes' time. After like I <laughs> think about, but you know who actually kind of popped into my head? She'd kill me for putting her forward. But um, <laughs> uh, one of the the women that I used to work with, Angela Ryan White, she actually runs a script writing festival in Burr. Oh wow! And um, it's it's really grown over the years too as well. And she also works in Jigsaw to in the the youth participation uh, really? aspect of jigsaw too but like she kind of have she has a big theater background too as well and obviously she's worked kind of in she's worked in in jigsaw as a mental health organization so you know i think she'd be like a wealth of information and obviously with the festival too you know just anything to kind of promote it a bit further yeah herself um i do she just popped into my head but um i will DM you with anybody else that comes yeah I like again you know it's it's that idea of obviously I love having people on that are very specific to to uh you know a, a skill or a, their job but it's great to have people on who have a can cover a few different topics in that so um anybody come to mind for you Ginny without naming a name if you don't want to name a name you can name a name if you want to um I was thinking kind of something a little bit more along um like the whole child therapy thing oh yeah you know? children's therapy and like just touching it even more just because i think there's it's like need if we can tackle it then yeah. you know it's going to and the people because i've heard recently just so many people especially with the whole covid thing where kids they just don't know what to do with the kids you know so i think if that was maybe approached and then as well i do have a mission to get as many of my brothers and sisters on as well so I would love <laughs> designer sister Ger Resin to get on. If I yeah, I would love Ger to come on. We've had uh, we've shout had... out to Ger. Shout out to Ger. <laughs> we have had two Bresins on so far, so we're looking for the hat trick, uh, Ger. If you're listening, I'm sure you're listening. Um, well, how about you, Tracy? Um, apologies again for dipping out. I'm Don't so worry sorry. And um, so, funnily enough, I was just thinking about um. A fellow hypnotherapist and fellow Wexford woman, Karina McAvoy, because only the other day I heard her on another podcast, right? But she she deals with kids and um, psychoeducation and hypnotherapy and that with children. And listening to her talk, just I was thinking to myself, if I met somebody like her when I was little, do you know, my life would have been now. I'm not unhappy with where I am, but my God, have I had some unhealthy coping mechanisms through my teens 20s early 30s uh and you know i just thought it's, it's such amazing work to help kids what you know when they're young just like Jeannie said there you get it at the source and mm. they don't have to grow up with this crippling anxiety and no tools to deal with when things are stressful or upsetting and 
that stuff saves lives. It's amazing. And I was listening to her and I just found her really engaging. And I thought she's a cool woman and she'd be a great podcast guest as well. And yeah, that's definitely wangle her in. I'd make totally. See, I'd like you. sometimes when I really want to, um, because <laughs> it's it's one of those things that we I did have the question written down, but if we didn't kind of get time to it, but um, some great kind of ideas there to have uh, people on, and um, yeah, we'll see what we can do. Um, so actually, I should say for the last round, it was or oh, what was it? Dinner guest, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Joanne, I'm sorry, you got 19, <laughs> 19, 19 points. Um, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tracy got twenty six points. Uh, and Ginny she got, got docked for going missing for half an hour. Yeah, actually. <laughs> I don't think you did. Tracy no, got 24 no, points. Why did I get that idea? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Uh, Ginny, yeah, got tw- Ginny got 28 points. And Nicola got 29 points. So, Aww. without further ado, we might as well get on with it. Uh, did she uh, get it, something? So, in what? Did she get something? Who? Tracy? The winner. No. It's a bit of fun, you're it's all doing... over. Then we have to go home and go to bed. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm already that. home. I'm, 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 I'm fine. You I can get okay. Um, uh, oh look, you can have this fifty euro gift voucher oh. for uh, oh. each unique. There you go. I didn't wow. give the lads anything though, but congratulations! But again. <laughs> Again, Joanne, you don't have to worry about it because you've no, four spots with 104 points. Very good. Oh. Jo- just let it clap. Wait for the wait. In joint second, would you believe? I told you they were close. In joint second on 122 points, we have uh, Nicola and Tracy. Nicola and Tracy, they so obviously, the winner on 128 points, so by six, which was pretty good, um, is Ginny Breslin. Well done, Ginny, and well done to everyone because it was very entertaining for me and definitely for the people who are going to tune into the podcast and have a listen because. They are like I. I know I was kind of taking a piss in. If they're not, they are d- difficult questions. If you don't obsess about these things, which I do, um, and I have a lot of time in my hands. You know, I sit there and I think, what are the best films of all time? And then I think, I think it was uh, Nicola that mentioned about like the, the, you know, the size of it or the director. I can't remember who mentioned it, but it was. I think about all those things, so I have them. Like that's that's my that's my second favorite film. It's on my wall. I couldn't forget my favorite films on the wall over the other side. It's they're there all the time. So what is it, Jerry? That one. What is uh, your ne- favorite movie of all time? Oh, my favorite is 12 Angry Men. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. I, I, oh, um, amazing. Amazing. I love that film. And uh, yeah, so it's just, I think about them a lot. So it always comes across as easy to me, but I know it's not. <laughs> but obviously I want to say a, a big congratulations to, uh, uh, Ginny, but to all of you for coming on the podcast, of course. And uh, I need to, I, I'm going to have to take a photo with you. I need to get this thing off my, f- or that better not. If I hit close and the whole thing closes, oh my God, I'm so nervous. <laughs> if anyone's going to mess this up, let it be me. I'm really good at messing Hey, the only reason that thing is there is because of you. <laughs> um, I just need to get the view back to normal. Um, but uh, 
So let me just, uh, uh, before I close it out, I want to say thank you very much to all of you for coming on. Uh, really appreciate it. Thank you, Derek. Yeah. That's all right. It's been It's, it's nice been to have something lighthearted as well, because I know yeah. you have a lot of guests that... Drain me. Amazing. <laughs> and, no, but it's, it's important stuff yeah. that, you know, is going out there. And, and, you know, so it's nice to have something a little bit lighthearted too as well. You know, we can... Yeah, and I can. I do you know it's been it's it's great because I've had you on before, each of you on before, and I I've been able to relax in that sense, but also knowing that it's just a bit of fun and you know there's no heavy stuff, and it was uh, I was looking forward to it today, uh, even when I was like in training and stuff, I was like looking forward to coming back and, and recording it. So thank you very much. Let me just close this out by saying my thank yous to the other people and the the usual nonsense. Um, did I do the advert? Oh, I did do the advert. Okay, right. Yeah. Thank you very much to John Francis for all his work behind the scenes. Fair play to you, John. Um, and for the people who helped me put this together and continue to uh, help me with my mental health, my mom, my dad, my granddad, uh, Jer and Calvin for what they do uh, with the logo and the music. So try to our YouTube channel if you would. Uh, like I said at the start, it's, it's very helpful. Um, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm very funny on there. I'm very... No. Um, so, so you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Google Podcasts, etc. Um, thank you very much, uh, everyone, for listening, as I said. And thank you very much to the competitors uh, this evening. Yay, go us. Right, everybody, we're off for uh, another week, and we will chat to you um, Yeah, next week. Take care. Bye.